Do you need help dominating your fantasy football league? Well, we're here to give you the tools you need to be a fantasy football champion. From OzarksFirst.com, this is the Fantasy Football Express. All aboard the Fantasy Football Express. We are full steam ahead here on our rankings episodes. I'm your host, Jesse Inman. Once again, I have the honor and privilege of being joined by Matt Vereen and Dan Lindblad here. Guys, thanks for being here once again. Thanks for having us. We didn't kill each other with the quarterbacks episode, so mm. hopefully we can keep that trend going and not strangle each other in this one. Dan, Although, I, I heard this, this episode could get a little spicy. Yeah. So, I know, there's have... no guarantees. Matt and I are, you know, sitting within elbows of each other. So, as long as we mm-hmm. put my Carolina boy on top, I'll keep it contained. I think you're going to be Chuba fine Hubbard? there. True. Yeah. Big yeah. Mike Davis. Are we one? Chuba. 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 <laughs> I actually, I like Mike Davis this year. He's not. He doesn't make our our no, he's uh, worth universal rankings here, but I love him this year. He's uh, 27 for where he's for at. Me. So oh. 27. Well, that's where the list cuts off. Ah. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Well, guys, we are we're doing our running back rankings today, doing our very best to get you, the listener, ready for your fantasy football draft this year in 2021. Um, we Our last episode, in case you missed it, go back and listen to it. We talked about quarterbacks. We ranked our top 15 quarterbacks coming into this year. Um, and again, what we're doing here, we have each done, um, for running backs today, we're going to give you 20 running backs to choose from. Of course, Running backs, I think we are all three in agreement that probably the most important position in fantasy football. If you don't think running back's most important, what are mm -hmm. you doing in fantasy football? And the reason it's the most important, I think, is because it's you have to have two of them, and it falls off after a certain point. So we're going to take you right up to where I think it really falls off hard, um, really badly this year. So um, we're going to give you 20. Um, I asked... Matt and Dan each to give me their top 20 uh, running back rankings. Um, once again, guys, I um, got a lot of time on my hands here. Guess how many running backs I have ranked out. Oh, give me 42. I'm nope. going to go Price is Right 1. Up oh, 51. Ah. I got 51. And actually, guess who number 51 is? Your boy. Chuba. Chuba Hover. 51. Yeah. Three Carolina Chuba's quarterbacks behind on the- Boston Scott. Uh, yeah, Boston Scott's at 48. Boston so that's Scott's where we're going to start the episode. Name. Gonna start that's the episode a, that's here. That's a high school. Boston Scott, number 48. Going to start with Boston Scott. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, guys, we're, we're going to give you, we're going to get you started here on running backs. So, once again, we've taken all of our running back rankings. We've uh, figured out the average, and that's where they fall on our overall running back rankings. So, um, once again, we're just going to get you started here. We're trying to get you ready for your fantasy draft. We're going to drop all of these before what I would expect a lot of people's fantasy drafts to be. Uh, yeah. Start pounding that drum, Jesse. Come mm. on. Give us number one. Number one. Keep pounding. On our running back rankings is Boston Scott. There no, it's it is. Not. It's Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> He seems to be the consensus number one running back. If and you really, have the number one pick and you don't take Christian McCaffrey... Congratulations, you're not winning. Mm -hmm. That said, if you had the number one pick last year and took Christian McCaffrey, condolences on not making the playoffs. (laughs) We're very sorry. We're very sorry. Guys, we all had Christian McCaffrey at number one here, just like we all had Patrick Mahomes as our number one quarterback. But Christian McCaffrey, um, I mean, we love him, guys. Uh, He's 
he's a, a running back and a wide receiver at the same time, pretty much. I mean, he's he gets touches galore. So their offense doesn't. It's not a Sam Darnold offense or whoever their starter is going to be. It's mm-hmm. a Christian McCaffrey offense. Is there a chance yeah. Sam Darnold's not going to start? Do you know something I don't know? <laughs> uh, Matt, the I'm just resident, saying, where do things have happened, Matt? Where the resident Panthers fan here. I myself also have a soft spot for the Carolina Panthers. So, um, I yeah, guys, it's it's obvious. McCaffrey, he's going to. I think he might lead the league. Uh, he might. I mean, obviously, I think he'll be the number one position player, like flex position player this year as far as uh, points go. He's got the potential to. Um, I mean, he's broken records in the past with most all-purpose yards um, for, for a running I, I think I have that wrong. I don't know what I'm saying. He's broken records? What is it? Re- receiving yards for a running back or something like that? Matt? I, I don't know. What am I talking about? The only record I know good. he's broken is run DMC references. So. Okay, that's fair. That, that, that's what I was thinking of. That's, that, that's yeah. what it is? Ah, darn it. <laughs> Silly me. What do we know? It's all right, man. Just walk this way. Um, I mean, guys, I don't know what a... <laughs> Uh, it's I tricky, hate, though. I hate how that took like five seconds. <laughs> yeah, to realize yeah. What that man. Was. The Aerosmith part of it. Yeah. Wait, no. Is it Aerosmith? Who? Yeah. Is yeah. Aerosmith? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That was going to mm-hmm. be embarrassing. Yeah. If I got that one. Oh, listen, Christian McCaffrey's coming off an injury season. When mm-hmm. he played, he played well. He averaged twenty-three fantasy points. Chiefs fans note well. He caught ten passes against them. Yeah. And the last time he played, randomly sprinkled in after six weeks off. I mean. The guy is good. If he can stay healthy, he's amazing. He's your number one pick in a non-PPR, in a half PPR, in a full PPR. Your mouth is watering Mm -hmm. when you draw that number one out of the top hat or however you pick who's (laughs) drafting first. He's the guy. The only thing you need to know is... First check for the house, second for the insurance. Make sure you get Mike Davis down the line. Like if okay. you're if you're drafting Christian McCaffrey, get his backup because it's worth it. Unless you think Chuba's gonna be number two down hey, the line. I'm gonna tell you something, Matt. Um, Canadian Cowboy. I hate to be this guy, but Mike Davis plays for the Atlanta Falcons now. Does he actually? Yes. Yeah, see it's right there. See the little he Falcon does. helmet right there. Oh man. Matt, I told you to call me out for my grammar in this episode. Mike I did not, Davis I plays not, for the Falcons now? Yeah. When did we get rid of him? Uh, this offseason, he signed a one-year deal with the Atlanta Falcons. So. That's how focused I've been on being excited about Christian McCaffrey back and how there mad I've been about Sam Darnold being our quarterback. Yeah. If if Mike Davis was still there, he wouldn't matter anyway. So That's fair. Um, My point is, draft is the backup. So yeah. good old Tuba Tubbard over there. From Chuba Tubbard. Tuba, Tuba how do you say his name? Chuba Hubbard? Chuba, Chuba Hubbard. Hubbard. Chuba Hubbard, okay. That'd be yes. a big cover to yeah. put a Tuba in. Yeah, our, he was the uh, best running back in college two years ago. Oklahoma State alum. Ah. Dan Heisman candidate. Yeah. I mean, he was a finalist, but he was, is there he any, was there somewhere. <laughs> guys, is there any reason for concern no. with Christian McCaffrey? I mean, I, even going back yes, to college. Yes, there's reason for concern, but you're not, not enough to not pick yeah. him. I think so. Yeah. Like, even, even going back to college, he's a guy that's been relatively healthy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he got injured, and it's something, you know, to keep in mind, but it's not going to deter you from taking him number one overall. I hate having the number one overall pick. It's It I does do. stink, especially because you're all hyped up, you pick one, and then you go take a nap, I guess, for like an hour. Yeah. Like It's it's a really long time between, but <laughs> yeah. you mentioned college. Worth noting, Christian McCaffrey, the worst snub in a Heisman race I've ever seen in my entire big life. Facts, big facts. That was, mm-hmm. The big fact facts. that he didn't win it is ridiculous, so he deserves your number one pick. Don't you snub him twice. Can't do it. Can't do it. But you'll, <laughs> you'll take him number one. I can't do that. Yeah. Okay, so that's Christian McCaffrey, guys. Um, number two... Dalvin Cook on our overall rankings. Wow. Um, that's where he fell. Yeah. Dan, you said wow there. Me and Matt both had him as our RB2. You had him at four. 
This is rem- this is giving me flashbacks Four. to a quarterback episode Four. with me and Kyler Murray. Like you playing golf, huh, Dan? What's uh? I mean, Four? only on par fives. Uh, um, I've seen your scorecard. That's not true. Giving my David Letterman laugh. <laughs> no, uh, like we were talking earlier, Dalvin Cook. He just again top four. I'm not trying to say he's not one of the best running backs in the league by any means. Splitting hairs but here, of course. There's two more guys that I think are better than him that are safer picks than him. Hmm. What what is it about Dalvin Cook that gives you cause for concern? Is it a durability? The that, yeah, the fact that he hasn't been able to really put together a full season and literally hasn't in yeah. five years in the league he has yet to play a full season and I, I can't I can't base my number two pick if I'm second overall I can't pull myself to pick Dalvin Cook when there's that much doubt in my mind he's gonna mm-hmm. get some yards he's gonna put up great games that's no doubt counter argument he's so good though he, he's so good <laughs> sound there are, logic there are two guys <laughs> that are better just draft his backup Alexander Madison? Correct. Nailed ding, it. Ding, ding, Jared ding, ding, McKinnon. Ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's not in Minnesota anymore. Is he with the 49ers? I don't even know. Oh, is it Chester Bennett? Wow, okay. Sorry. Boston Scott. <laughs> Boston Scott. That's going to be the name of this episode. Boston Scott. Why do y'all have Dalvin Cook at number two? Because he's the same reason I have Christian McCaffrey at number one. If injuries were going to scare you off, take Derrick Henry first overall. But if they're not, then it's Christian McCaffrey one, Dalvin Cook two. Even, even with the injuries, there's still two guys that are more... That have more production. Beth literally won the station fantasy league last year. I'm pretty sure riding Dalvin Cook. That was her guy, if I remember. She had Alvin Kamara. She had Alvin Kamara as one of her running backs because he had the 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 six touchdown game. I'm pretty sure those were her first two picks, though. Were were, were Dalvin? I think she took Alvin Kamara because last year Dalvin Cook's. Wasn't Dalvin was a middle-ish, middle she, I'm to late. She took Alvin Kamara first and then took Dalvin Man, Cook second. what were second. we doing? And, I, and then she got Kyler late. Yeah. Gosh. And DeAndre Hopkins. I, no, I remember because so I was going to pick after her in the second round, and I was watering my mouth for Dalvin Cook because I take him every year, and every year it had killed me because he kept getting injured, and, of course, the one year Beth beats me to him is the year he explodes. I just have my phone to reference here, and on, on my phone I can't go back and look at our league history, but I'm, I'm going to go back and look at that because I – I find it hard to believe that she had Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, and DeAndre Hopkins. Because I know she had a Hopkins and I Tyler. I think that's what there it is. That's what it was. We should yeah. void her title. Yeah, well, she's not in the league anymore. Because she doesn't she play go. anymore. Who are we talking about? Whom? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, uh, that's Dalvin Cook for you. Uh, guys, I, the reason I love Dalvin Cook at number two, um, just to move it along here, I, he's going to get a lot of looks in the passing game. Um, he obviously is going to get a hefty workload on the ground. He had three games last year with over 30 carries, um, and he's a touchdown machine. Gets a lot of targets through the air. Um, He had uh, nine targets in a game last year. Um, I just think he can can do it all. And, again, no one here is saying he's a bad draft pick. No, he's the second most talented. Do you at least agree he's the second most talented running back in in the draft? I don't know. I don't know if he's second if talent. Health, if health is your question, then that's why you're moving him down. You don't think he's second most talented? I don't know if he's second most talented. I don't know if he's most talented, talented but for this is? big, big Wolverine guy right here. Uh, Kirk Cousins is like my Michigan. number one quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually the title of our last episode, Kirk Cousins. <laughs> let's, let's move along here to number three. Our number three running back here is Derek Henry. Okay, so Matt, you and I each had him at number three. Dan, you had him at number two. So tell us why you would draft Derrick Henry over Dalvin Cook. Because he can do everything. 
He is a, catch a ball. He doesn't get get a lot of passes. He doesn't get a lot We're of. Uh, he doesn't have to catch the ball, Matt. That's true. You because sure you that? give it to him on a second and thirty, and he's going to run over a bunch of dudes for at least eighteen yards, and then sets you up for a third and twelve. You give him to him again, he's going to score a touchdown. And the sparks the, are flying on the, this episode already. I love it. I, <laughs> the guy is just insane with the ball. Yeah, he is. And a like force. He's, he's quick. He's impossible to tackle, and he just runs over everybody. Mm-hmm. He Why is wouldn't without you want a doubt. That? Because without he a doubt, doesn't catch the ball. That's We're in that a half is, PPR league. If, you, if I'm taking him, I'm taking him third. But who scores more touchdowns, Dalvin Cook or Derrick Henry? Julio Jones. You know what? I stop. <laughs> How many did? Does that not scare you? I mean, they went out and got Julio Jones. That doesn't bump no. down just to three. No. That's not enough. Not at all. I disagree. Because still, at the end of the day, who's going to score the touchdowns? Derrick Henry had one more touchdown on the ground than Dalvin Cook last one year. One more? 17 to 16. One more. Is that worth all and of that, the catches you're not getting? That does not include Dalvin's receiving touchdowns. Oh, my word, Dan. You are wrong here. You I are mean, so it's, wrong. it is to each other own here. No, I mean, I, again, we're, <laughs> we're splitting hairs here at the top. Again, I These are going to be your first three picks. We're not looking back. We're looking forward. That's true. That's true. Um, uh, on on Derrick Henry, back he is. Like is I think they are. Uh, Derrick Henry is the focal point of the offense. I think Dalvin is also the focal point of the offense in Minnesota at this point. Derrick Henry. Yeah. Who else would? Have, yeah, I, 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 I mean, yeah. They don't even have Kyle Rudolph anymore. What are ooh, we doing? Rudolph, the red-nosed tight end, not there anymore. That's a great nickname, <laughs> in my own mind. Uh, Derrick Henry is going to. He might lead the league in carries um, this year. I think that's not out of the question Very by durable. any means. Uh, very durable. He, you don't really have the injury concerns there with him. Um, they have a pretty good old line coming back this year with Taylor Luan back healthy there again. They did add Julio Jones, and it's hard to believe that they went out and spent, I mean, they only spent a second-round pick and then a pick swap later on in the draft for Julio, which is unfathomable uh, that they got him that cheap. But we'll talk about Julio in our wide receiver episode. But hard to believe that um, they won't throw it a little bit more this year. But, I mean, guys, if you're taking Dalvin Cook or Derrick Henry, you're going to be happy. They're, these guys are going to go top three unless you just have some clown out there that's going to pick Patrick Mahomes. Which, or, which we do. We do. In the we do. That we do in our league. Yes, we do. So there it is. Derrick Henry comes out to number three for us. Number four is Alvin Kamara. So Alvin Kamara coming off the uh, last time we saw him in fantasy football no big deal. He's scoring six touchdowns in a game. Should have had seven. Could have had eight if it wasn't for Taysom Hill um, in that game. So it's crazy. I had him at four. Dan, you had him at three. Matt, you had him at five. Yeah, I've got an issue with you guys putting him that high. Yeah? I feel like you guys are severely undervaluing the loss of Drew Brees as far as how it will compare to Alvin Kamara. One of his bread it. and butter situations was just the check down pass from Drew Brees. Brees loved that. That is gone. If Taysom Hill's the quarterback, he's going to run. It was If James so... Winston's the quarterback, he's going to throw the ball down the field mm-hmm. further. Do you it, think no they're going to let Jameis have that much of an I don't think you get to tell James what to do. I don't just know if ask he's the start. local publics that had some crap legs hey, in the back. So okay? long, <laughs> <laughs> you don't get to stop. The man does what he wants. And I love him. I Eat love that him w. for it, but like... <laughs> Yeah, he eats W's however they come, even if it's in the hands of the other team. The guy does what he wants, Taysom Hill does what he wants, and neither of their plans revolve around Alvin Kamara, they revolve around themselves. That's Mm -hmm. why I have him down at five for me. There are better, safer choices. Alvin Kamara will take a hit this year. That's certain. The question is how much. 
I think I agree with that. He will take a hit this year. Um, I, I still like him. It's really hard for me to overlook how talented he is. And I mean, really, I Tennessee am like never used him. Oh yeah, that's, yeah they that's, had another that's running hilarious. back. Who was the other running back in college? The uh, split time. Was there know. someone? I know they had a quarterback who was like an aerospace major. And they, they brought that aerospace major. Was it aerospace or something like that? Yeah, the <laughs> rocket. Uh, he got drafted. He went and played for Pitt. He was a backup for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, uh, Dobbs. Yeah, Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs. Joshua yeah. Dobbs. Joshua Dobbs. Yeah, they talked wow. about him more than they talked about Alvin Kamara while he was there. In the comments, if you remember who uh, Alvin Kamara's backfield mate was in college, drop that in the comments because I can't remember right now. Maybe it was no one, and maybe I'm thinking of like Lindell White and Reggie Bush or something, but. <laughs> Um, yeah, Alvin Kamara. I think the reason I have him that high, guys, at four. I mean, Dan, you had him at three, so you got some explaining to do. But um, just kidding. I, I have him. Right <laughs> got some explaining to do. We're tripping like we put these know, guys right? at number two when they should yeah. be number fifteen. It's not like it's I, five. I have Alvin Kamara that high because he won me a championship last year, and it got to the point where I felt bad for my opponent. I think it's worth noting that you're not talking about the station no, league. No, I don't, I don't want people league. to think that you're our reigning champion. Right. Shout out Tommy League Jones. Champion. Our reigning champion abdicated the throne. Vacant. We have a vacant title here at the uh, Color 10 and Ozarks Fox uh, Fantasy Football League here in Springfield, Missouri. Um, because that's where we emanate from. So, uh, yeah, guys, Alvin Kamara, I mean, his, his catches are going to go down this year. I don't think there's any question about that. Um, his... It's just going to be a matter of how much do they want to give him a, give him the ball. He's locked in there long-term contract-wise. He signed a huge deal last year. So, I don't know. There There is some – I think there's some question marks there possibly. But I like the talent, and I think he's 100% the focal point of the offense now. He better um, be. No Michael Thomas until at least, like, October, November. So, Yeah. Hopefully he can step up. If you're drafting him, that's what you're counting. If you're ta- if you're drafting two through four, you're taking those guys in some order. Yeah, mm, maybe. I think I think our next guy is the four. Is he the next guy is the four for me? Okay. Well, um, though he has questions of his own. Assuming he's the next guy, unless Jesse is unless, wildly screwed up our rankings. I feel like he's the I next mean, guy. We'll see, guys. Number five on our running back rankings is Ezekiel Elliott. Okay, yeah, yeah, see, the okay good. <laughs> I got really nervous right there. That I screwed something up. <laughs> Uh, Ezekiel Elliott comes in at number five for us. Uh, I actually had him at number six. Uh, Matt, you had him at four. Dan, you had him at five. Um, Matt, you were the highest on him. What do you think about Zeke this year, man? I mean, to me, he's like the cheaper, he's the great value version of Derrick Henry. He's, he's big guy. He's good. His problem is he more is determined by the quarterback he has as much as you'd like a running back not to be mm-hmm. when Dak was healthy. He was good. Averaged like 20 fantasy points. When Dak got injured, he had just five games with 11 plus. Mm-hmm. I mean, he clearly had a drop off without Dak Prescott. So if Dak Prescott's healthy, which the Cowboys keep saying he is, then, yeah, he's good. He's my four. If Dak Prescott is not, then we can talk about Alvin Kamara sliding up into that spot. That's the only question from around me. He's great. He's got the offensive line. They've got yep. a good wide receiving core to distract from him. He's a good guy. Yeah. Um, I think the of all the guys we've named so far, he has the biggest issue with fumbles. I remember there was a game last year that I literally I, – I had Zeke last year in a league, and I lost by, like – Six because he had like two fumbles and got pulled and didn't touch the field again. And see, that kind of brings so. up the problem I have with Zeke is 
And granted, he's, you know, it's not like I'm saying he has a super tight leash, but for some reason, they absolutely love Tony Pollard. Yeah, I know. And they have loved him (laughs) since they drafted him out of Memphis. Like, he's a guy that you'll you'll think, okay, this is a Zeke situation, like third and four, whatever. And they'll put in Tony Pollard and try to do like a sweep to the outside. Disgusting. They, They have, and Tony Pollard takes away some red zone carries from Zeke when he shouldn't. It's, it's so that, that's the only reason I have Zeke kind of down, I guess, at five. Yeah. It's just because I'm not saying they share carries, not a it's Zeke's backfield, but they like to insert Pollard in more than I would like to as a fantasy owner. I have him ranked the lowest of any of us. And I, I might, I mean, I love Zeke. I guys, I, he's on my team like every year. Like even when he had the issue with the suspension and everything, you guys, I don't think you guys remember, I drafted him that year and I was like, and I was down I in Texas, and that was in our oh. that was in our town. Okay, yes, yeah, so you were covering uh, that. his whatever restraining order or court of appeals. Something that like was that. in our town. He was in Mexico that mm-hmm. off season, or leading up to like week one, and came back and figured something. Maybe it was a contract scenario. I don't remember, but I have been ride or die with Zeke Elliott since he's come into the league. But because that was, um, that was the year he was suspended, like the first four games or something, nobody drafted him because they didn't know when he would play. Yeah. And I don't think he ended up getting suspended. Maybe he did. I think yeah. it was just four weeks he couldn't play while this thing was getting figured out. Yeah, he's had some issues, no doubt about it, um, uh, that are bigger than fantasy football for sure. But this year, he looks like he's coming in. And, guys, he's dropped 10 or 15 pounds coming into this mm-hmm. year. He's, he's lighter. Cut off cereal? I, m- might have been. More cereal. <laughs> <laughs> he switched cereal. Yeah. Switched from Lucky Charms to Wheat Thin. There it is. Yeah. So with Zeke Elliott, I mean, I think – I think you're going to get uh, – I think you're pretty safe with, with Zeke. If so you, I appreciate you mentioning that because here on my little my little notes that I can barely see, I said, and he's actually in shape. Oh, really? Which he's always been in shape, but not like mm-hmm. the shape he's you want. He's in. Bojangles Biscuit away from being, <laughs> being on that offensive back. line for, <laughs> for Pollard back behind him. Yeah, yeah he's, a, he's about to take over for that right tackle spot. I'd have him higher if Mike McCarthy was not their coach. All right, let's move on here. Number six. All right, guys. This is where we start. Is this your, is this your five? Mm, this is me. You had in the top five? Yep. Number f- six on our overall running back rankings is Saquon Barkley. Uh, I'm highest on Saquon. Hold on. Uh, I'm, I'm, the brakes. I'm yeah. willing to roll the dice, boys. I've got him at number five. I have Saquon Barkley at five. Matt, you had him at nine. Yep. Dan, you've got him at eight. So... Why I don't do know you have to... him so high? Because okay. we're kind of in unison. I here. guess I'll be the one to go. Uh, I got Saquon high based on what I think you could get. I'm I, this is a dice roll for me. I'm fully going like to admit buying a that. Scratchy lottery ticket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's not a great investment, but <laughs> what if I win? <laughs> well, I could win, guys. I could win here. I think Saquon. He's a guy that could fall to you. Um, maybe that. I mean, that's not justification to have him a five, but I. We've seen what he can be when he's healthy. It is, um, I, right now it's up in the air whether or not he's going to play in week one. I've seen that he could. I've seen that he can miss the first two weeks. Right now we don't know. Obviously, I mean, and the coach there whose name is escaping me. I can't remember the name of the head coach. but Is it the dude with the goatee? Is it Joe or Judge? Do we have a new guy now? Is it Joe Judge? Is that his name? Let us know in the Doesn't comments. this tell you everything about the Giants that <laughs> yeah. we should know, it's though? A like, that's situation. why he's at nine. Is like, what's yeah. around yeah, him? I mean, Coach Garrett. Coach, he's the Coach offensive Garrett. coordinator. Yes. So. Is he yes. really? He is. Wow. 
And um, so with Saquon, Coach Garrett, in Not the first half of <laughs> in the first half of their games, he's going to be getting the rock while they are still. Um, not trailing. Um, that is a concern with Saquon. Um, but I think that it's kind of like with Alvin Kamara for me, the talent for me kind of outweighs the worry I have. Uh, of course, the injury could be an issue, but yeah, you're right, Jesse. There are no other talented running backs. I'm that I literally can see. giving reasons not to draft Saquon Barkley when I was <laughs> asked to fun. give reasons to draft him. Yeah, do we even need it's, to talk? Because it sounds like you're doing our job for it, us. I know, right? It boils down for me. It's talent, and I think he is an excellent safety blanket for Daniel Jones to check down to. Um, he was amazing whenever he was playing. If I was um, making your argument, I would have. Never brought up Daniel Jones. I yeah. Mean, I just well, feel like avoid so that that's, conversation. That's kind of why I like Saquon is because the quarterback play isn't great. And I did so put he's Daniel got... Jones right behind Kirk Cousins at number two on my quarterback list. Go check oh, out great. that episode great. if you haven't heard All that right. one yet. Excellent. <laughs> Can't wait to go back and listen to that. Yeah, guys, Saquon for me, it's a gut thing. Gut feeling for me. I, uh, I think he's going to be argument bad. in court. Yeah. I know, right? Believe me. God. It's a gut feeling. I'm right. What do, we, what do you guys he's, think about Saquon this He's a huge, huge risk. Huge risk. Very much so. When I when I did these, I was thinking, okay, my top five, probably my top six, if I'm going, you know, in mm-hmm, order, mm-hmm. I'm taking these guys first round, no doubt. Not even thinking about it. If Sa- I might oh, get Saquon if I'm kind of in that situation of snaking back in the second round and I have a late first, early second, and I can get like a good wide receiver or a good running back and instantly pair him just in case. That's the only reason I'm taking Saquon as high as that. I'm not. I'm not thinking about taking him in the first round, though. Wow! Not even the first round. Not, I wow. wouldn't take him in the first round. I, if, mm. I, if to me, he's the last guy. I think there are nine running backs worth taking in the first round. <laughs> you did he's have him the, at nine. He is the last one that yeah. I would even consider. Goodness. Yeah. If I get Saquon in the second round, I you're going to win your league. If you get Saquon in the second round, if you get him mid first round, you're probably going to be a little bit scared. Um, but, but again, you have to bank on people like that have our ideology mm-hmm. and thinking that, okay, he's a huge risk, you know, don't want to put my entire season on in all my eggs in that basket. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of want to make it a little safer for everyone else. Yeah. Scared money. Don't make money boys. Give me Saquon at number six. How'd you finish last year? I don't remember. All right, I know. choose not to. Selective memory around these parts. Number seven. You remember, he said he won the other league. He was yeah, like, there we go. Won the other. I remember that. I didn't have Saquon in that league though, so uh, that's why. Number seven on our running back rankings is Jonathan Taylor. No, what? What? Jonathan Taylor is number seven for us, guys. I don't know why you're saying what. You both had him ranked at seven. Yeah, but we both had someone else at six yeah. Who's that we haven't six? talked about yet. I feel like our six we'll is get the there. same, and your six we'll is We'll get like, there. How low did you put him? Oh, my gosh. Well, wow. Okay, we'll get there. Are you a Vikings fan? Um, so, it. number seven, Jonathan Taylor. I had Jonathan Taylor ranked at number eight. You guys had him ranked at number seven. Jonathan Taylor uh, was a top five fantasy running back last year. Um, they've got a nice offensive line there in Indianapolis. They, I, I believe Carson Wentz will play at least maybe the first couple weeks of the season. Uh, I think that really helps him. Not that it mattered. They had Jacoby Brissett last year. Willie, so. I, thought, I thought Carson Wentz got injured. He did. He's, he's, he's going to be like the out. Be like he had, weeks. remember. Um, oh, won't play the first few weeks. I think he will. He could play week one or week two is what I've seen. If you remember, when he got the, the uh, surgery on, I believe it was his foot, um, the coach said, 
All right, so it's a five to twelve week timetable, which is weird. It's Looks like he's going to hit that uh, five week. And then what Carson Wentz, so. much like the vaccine, said, "Listen, oh boy, I'm going to come up with my own information <laughs> on that. I'm not, I don't necessarily listen to doctors." <laughs> That was Matt Marie, ladies and gentlemen. Send your hate tweets to at hey, Sam Darnold, my Panthers starting quarterback for my team, though. I get it. I get it. I understand where Colts fans are at with that. Really like Jonathan Taylor. I do, too. Yeah, It's, it's, it's very good. Like he, the, did, he did all that stuff you were talking about last year, and he was still relatively splitting carries with, with Marlon Mack and Hines. Marlon Mack was injured in the first. running back backfield. Yeah, and Jonathan Hines Taylor was, still did what he did, and now they know that he's going to be the guy. Jordan Wilkins was also in the mix. Is that other? Yeah, they were just they were a cluster guy. back there. Yeah, it now was that they know that he's going to be the guy. A stampede of running mm, backs. Stampede. Uh, Colts pun. I yeah. like that. Yeah, towards the end of the season, his uh, usage really ramped up. I mean, week two, we really saw from then on he ran away with the job. Uh, week two, he had twenty six carries. And then from there, he kind of hovered around, carries between like 12 and 17. Towards the end of the year, his last game, he had 30 carries for 252 yards, or 253 yards, rather, and two touchdowns. Um, I think his usage in the air could ramp up a little bit this year, although Naeem Hines is the guy who's going to catch the passes there in the backfield. But he had 1,100 yards and 11 touchdowns on 232 attempts. Um, I think the usage is there for Jonathan Taylor. And uh, they've got a nice old line. So just run it right behind Quentin Nelson, who has the exact same injury as Carson Wentz. And I think you're going to be good. I'm still just thinking about the fact that we're talking about Jonathan Taylor and Saquon Barkley before we're talking about a certain cheesehead. And I swear, if he's not the next one we talk about, I'll walk out of this episode. Oh, man. Please don't leave. We're not on the same page. We're not on the same page. Please don't leave yet. We're not on the same page. Number eight. Boston Scott this time. That's Boston Scott. Yeah. No, it is, really. Uh, no, number eight is Aaron Jones. Guys, uh, I know you've been waiting to see him here. Apparently Matt. only I have. Apparently Dan Ooh. has not been waiting to well, see him here. Wait till I you hear not. this then. Uh, Matt, you had him at six. I had him at seven. Dan had him at ten. Ooh. <laughs> Dan had him at ten. Wow. Um, Matt, you love Aaron Jones this year. What's up with that? Uh, I Okay, so I had him last year, and he was amazing. The one, like, I just sum it up. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Easy. Definitely. I mean, he was... He was easily putting up either number one or number two points. The only problem was, and I swear this was a conspiracy, he was in a contract year, he was coming up on it, and the Packers were not giving him the ball within 10 yards. It was driving me crazy as an owner for him. They weren't giving the touchdown carries, and I am praying that that changes this year because the guy deserves it. He's huge. He's a great running back. He deserves the touchdown carries. And I just think that the Packers wanted to lower his stock and pay less money for him, mm-hmm. so they weren't giving him the touchdowns. I'm not usually a conspiracy guy, but that's no, my No, I case. agree, man. We Aliens. talked about this in the sports office Aliens. last year. Uh, no more Jamal Williams in the backfield for Green Bay. He has now been shipped off to Detroit. Um, oh, well, let's just go to die. Um, they guy. do have A.J. Dillon, who did get some work last year towards the end of the season, and it's crazy. You, you maybe kind of think of Aaron Jones as more of like a big back, you know, like a power. Maybe he's a balanced back, but I would kind of lean him more towards Dude the side built. of power. He looks like Tyler O'Neill if he played football. Tyler O'Neill, uh, St. Louis Cardinal guy. So man's playing um, baseball to the, to the listeners. Hey, man. <laughs> We're in Springfield. I'd like I, to think people know. You know we are. The listeners will know Cardinals. We right? are in Springfield, Missouri, but. Of course, as we said, the internet said last time. expands across states yeah, and I guess it goes does. underwater. I mean, we're hitting the Cardinal community and the bodybuilder community because that dude's jacked, <laughs> much yeah. like Aaron Jones. Yeah, they do have A.J. Dillon, who is even bigger 
than Aaron Jones. So it looks like AJ Dillon is going to be the uh, the you know guy who maybe vultures a couple goal line carries. Um, but I think Aaron Jones. The thing I like about Aaron Jones this year is I think his passing. Um, but his, his receiving work is going to increase this year. Dan, you had him the lowest. You yeah, him, explain you yourself. What's up with that? What do you, what do you It's hit? It's really nothing against Aaron Jones, and I actually have in my notes Aaron v. Aaron feud over, question mark, because <laughs> there was some times last year it was like, okay, are you going to run the ball in a run situation or are you going to audible to a pass? Mm-hmm. We saw that plenty of times. I, you know, Aaron not Aaron to Aaron? Mm, what an Aaron's. I don't know what that means. Aaron, like Aaron? Uh, Aaron, but it's, Aaron it out. Aaron, Aaron it's, to it's, – go ahead. It's not about yeah. you. Um, (laughs) my thing is, it's not that I don't like him. It's just that I like other guys better. And I think other guys have less around them and more of a track to do better in fantasy. If you have Aaron Jones, if you have a chance to grab him into the first, second, second, yeah, mid second, Mm -hmm. early second, I'm taking him. Mm-hmm. I'm not thinking twice Second about round, Aaron Jones? You're going to have a nice second squad. Second round? Aaron Jones is not going to be there. Aaron Jones is going to go in the second round. No. Aaron I think Jones he'll go, go late first. No. In a lot of the mock drafts I'm doing, he's going late first, early second. But, I mean, the guy, I don't see a reason for him to fall, really. But um, That is ridiculous. If I, It sounds like Dan... Um, you're banking on him not being. Dude, what there. other running back? You said there are running backs got, beneath him that you, we've already well, talked well, about. We'll Jonathan get there. Taylor, we'll, we'll get there. I've got two running backs that have not been mentioned that I have above Aaron. And Jones. I think the guy that you might. I hope the guy he that will I have be. at six is next. <laughs> Our number nine overall running back is Nick Chubb. Thank the Lord. Okay. Yes. At least the ten. If it was going to be someone else, I was going to lose my. Mind. Thank the Lord. Nick Chubb. I actually have Nick Chubb at ten. Matt, you had him at eight. Dan, you got him at six. six. We'll let you go ahead and roll right into this. You love Nick Chubb this year. Love Nick Chubb. Pretty much, I mean, he is splitting carries with Kareem Hunt. and um, But that Browns offense, kind of like why I have Baker Mayfield ranked, they're going to try to get that offense rocking and rolling early mm-hmm. to match kind of what the defense is built to do. And Nick Chubb, I've looked at his average. He's averaging nearly 1,200 yards per season. Crazy dude. He I think is the biggest home run threat as far as like touchdowns of longer than forty yards. If you're in a league that you get bonus points for like forty plus or fifty plus he's, yards, he's going to be one of the best if that's the case. He is. He can score. And he's a basketball analogy. He can score from anywhere on the floor. Now, Jesse, should you mansplain basketball to our we listeners can. in case they don't know what basketball is? That is that the one where they throw the frisbee? It's the peach baskets, right? Basketball is a sport. Basketball is my was originated sport. in yeah so we can, NPR we can get quick. My my thing with Nick <laughs> Chubb is that I may agree with you if you are in a zero percent non PPR league, mm. then, then Nick Chubb becomes because he just does not get past targets. That's the biggest problem with Fair. him. If Ezekiel Elliott is the great value, Derrick Henry, then Nick Chubb is the great value loaf of bread you find on the side of the road that's been trampled on a few times. This Wait, guy, you called this man a loaf of bread? Gosh. Compared to those two. Goodness. He, hey, these yo. three guys do not get past targets, <laughs> and Nick Chubb gets the fewest of all three of them. He <laughs> gets, And then he doesn't get the carries that Derrick Henry or Ezekiel Elliott get to offset that. That's why he's so low. If I have a chance to draft Nick Chubb over Aaron Jones, Jonathan Taylor, Saquon, I'm doing it. Mm. Go ahead. I, Feel free. I'll get Aaron Nick Jones. Chubb, Nick Chubb is one of those guys that you might pass in your league, and then he's going to make you pay for it later. I don't think so. The thing is, for me with Nick Chubb, I just it's it's so hard for me to draft 
a running back who is firmly entrenched in a committee. And, I mean, I, he's going to get more carries than Kareem, no doubt about it. But, man, Kareem is so good. Like He should be a number one running back somewhere. Um, he's not for obvious reasons. We know what happened with him and when he was in Kansas City and got let go. But I, it's just – it's I if I'm a Nick Chubb uh, fantasy owner, I just don't – I I am loathing Kareem Hunt. And I don't want to have to draft both of them. Because if you want Kareem Hunt, you're going to have to spend uh, a pick on him before round 10. Yeah. Uh, and, you're, and I just don't like having two running backs on the same team unless one of them is the clear handcuff. And, and, and exactly. That's my problem with it. I like drafting a backup if I'm worried about injuries for the top guy. But I'm not worried about injuries for Nick Chubb. I'm worried about split time. Me too. And you want me yeah. to take this guy in the top six? It's going to be split like split time? Split times, but it's like 75-25. 70-30 worst case scenario. Yeah, but with no passes and that, it's just not worth it. When you have Aaron Jones right there, get out of here, son. How, Nick Come Chubb on, had like up, what? Man. Nick Chubb had what? Like twelve hundred rushing yards last year, and he he was injured for a. a I might be thinking of the year before that. Um, I think the year before he maybe was injured. He was. I feel like last year he was relatively healthy. No, nope, he missed weeks five through nine last, last year. year. And, and how many yards did he end up with? Still had a thousand yards, ten sixty seven, twelve touchdowns on only one hundred ninety carries. But to Matt's point. He had three receptions in his first one, two, three, four, five, six games. Yeah, because when they're Kareem Hunt's their pass down back and mm-hmm. more likely going to be a third down type back if they need one. I you just, say that like you're trying to make your argument, but instead you're no, making I'm my saying, argument. I'm saying, no, I'm saying the case that he doesn't get passes. I understand that. But I'm not going to pass on a guy who gets 1,200 yards consistently. Mm-hmm. If he would have played all his games last year, I mean, his stats would have been a lot better. You had Baker Mayfield high, too. You, you I did. Undercover Browns fan? Maybe. I mean, the Browns aren't the Browns that we used to. That's, <laughs> I don't know if that was English or what. No, I, The I, Browns aren't the Browns that we are used to. They're not the Browns we used to, though, yeah. either. So, <laughs> um, okay, that's enough uh, talk about Nick Chubb. Football. We'll, we'll say. <laughs> Number 10, guys. Number 10 on our running back rankings is Antonio Gibson of the football team. Oh, boy. So, Antonio Gibson, I got him at 11. Matt, you've got him at 12. Dan, you've wow. got him down at 9. You're the highest on mm-hmm. him here. I think Antonio Gibson could be what, like, a diet version of what we would love Alvin Kamara to be. I think he could get a lot of targets in that offense. Um, I believe it was Thanksgiving last year where he absolutely cooked the Dallas Cowboys like a Thanksgiving turkey. He went off, and um, I think it's pretty obvious he is the number one guy there. Antonio Gibson has been getting a ton of love in um, – fantasy preseason here so um i mean he's at 10 i think that's pretty appropriate for where where he would be going any any objections to antonio gibson here guys we're all in the ballpark on him i mean Dan, you're the highest i put him down at 12 because like yeah he's good he had a great rookie year i expect he'll be great again you need to see more there's just i need to see more Mm. there's a lot of transition happening i mean Who's their Ryan Fitzpatrick, right? Is the Fitzpatrick baby? So I just, I just don't really know what. I love the Washington defense, so I guess Mm -hmm. that means he gets the ball more. Like he's a great running back. I I put him at twelve. I think that twelve means he's very talented. 
But mm-hmm. off a rookie year, it, there's just not enough yet for me to put him any higher than that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's going to get the touchdowns this year, but I feel like – and here's my hot take. Okay. Already cooking. Let's go. He's going to lead the league in rushing yards this year. Wow. Because their offensive line did so much better than they were supposed to last year. And now they can take another step. And mm-hmm. as you mentioned with the defense, Washington's going to average probably like 15 points a game, 15 mm-hmm. or 16. And boy, they play. They're going to juice that clock as much as possible. Their division is horrible as well. And their division defense. is atrocious. I am interested that you hit the rushing because his biggest thing was PPR when he was a rookie. He had like 12 PPR points for like, like his first 11 weeks before the yeah, toe injury. Yeah, he had like 800 rushing yards and like 300. That's what I really like about him. Like, in a full PPR league, he moves up my board higher. In a non-PPR league, he moves down. I think he's got a shot to lead the league in rushing. Wow. Big time. at the next Christian McCaffrey, then, if that pans out. Big time dual threat for Antonio Gibson. Going to take a big step forward this year, without a doubt. If you get him as your RB2, you're You're you're, doing well. Yeah. Yeah, and if you can get a wide receiver one in there, too. I mean, you're you're, you're looking good in that uh, state of things. So, moving on to number 11 here. Guys, and I think I'm the reason this guy is up so high. Actually, I absolutely am. Number 11 is Najee Harris, the rookie Whoa, running down. back out of Alabama. Roll Tide. Sorry my voice cracked right there. My bad. Uh, Pittsburgh tie. Steelers. Pittsburgh Steelers running back. Um, we've seen him get a little bit of usage in the preseason. They're kicking the tires on him. I've got Najee Harris at 9. Matt, you've got him at 13. Dan at 12. Um, I just feel like Najee Harris is, I mean, he is what I love in a running back. I, I think he's got the potential, I should say, and he's to be what I love. And he's going into a system mm-hmm. that, you know, I mean, Pittsburgh generally picks one running back and goes with them. Exactly. They tend to do well. Bell I agree with you. Honestly, I'm upset that you have him that high because I was hoping we were going into a league draft in which he would be largely ignored yeah. because he's a first-year guy. And, and he'd follow that. Love him, man. I love Najee Harris this year. If I am pounding the Najee Harris drum, so to speak. Um, sorry for the Carolina Panthers fans out there. They keep pounding. There it is. Uh, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's the best running back coming out of the For rookies, yeah. I think he's, without a doubt, the best rookie running back. Um, there's, matter of fact, there's not another rookie running back in our top 20 here. Um, uh, yeah, Najee Harris. What do you mean? I had Chuba at number three. We, didn't, we didn't get that? Skip that on that? I got him at 51. That's on me. Uh, uh, sorry. Shucks. Down the rankings. Yeah, Najee Harris, guys. I think the formula is set up nicely for him. Like you said, Matt, uh, Pittsburgh seems to just pick one running back and go with it. And, I mean, he was a stud in college um, at Alabama. As most guys at and Alabama That takes are. a lot. To set the records so. for running backs at Alabama, I mean, yeah. We talked about Derrick Henry earlier. It takes a lot to put yourself in the record books for a running back at that school. Yeah. It, I agree with you. I think he's great. I just hope no one else thinks he's great, which has been disproven in the last 60 seconds. That, <laughs> that's one thing about us doing this podcast is, like, we're kind of showing our hand right here, aren't we? To each other, anyway. Yeah. We're showing our hand before we draft, so. Actually, plus, this plus is no all a ruse. Has to show their hand, and they can all just listen to the episodes and hear what we like. That's true. Where? I think Boston Scott is the best running back. <laughs> Where is the highest you would take Najee Harris, knowing he's a rookie, mm-hmm. but knowing all the upside potentially has? I would take Najee Harris in early second round. If I'm like pick number eight, 
and I can get him on the, the comeback after I get maybe like uh, Tyreek or Devontae Adams. So you would take Najee Harris before Dan would take Aaron Jones. Yeah, I think, uh, well, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I would. <laughs> yeah, it took me a minute to break down the criteria here. But yes, That's I think I would. That's crazy to me. <laughs> I love Najee Harris this year, guys. So um, yeah, secrets out. Najee Harris, going to be a stud. All right, this next guy, number 12 here. This is a tough one. I, it's Austin Eckler, who is who we have at number 12 here. Um, I had him at 12. We're all pretty much right in the ballpark here. You guys both had him at 11. I had him at 12. It's just hard to – I don't know what we're, what we're going to get with him. I mean, he's, he's going to catch a lot of balls. That's and the thing. That's why I have him this high. Is PPR or half PPR leagues, his stock increases dramatically. Yeah, if you're in a non-PPR, he's not going to be – as good. I think he's going to get a lot of carries, though, this year. They got a new coach, Brandon Staley, I think, and I can't remember where he was before this, but um, I, I, if he's, maybe he's like a bell cow type this year. I don't know. They've got Josh Kelly, who was a mistake of a pick, I think, for them. Um, and it really, Eckler, no one knew where, I, I shouldn't say that. Nobody expected Eckler to kind of burst on the scene as he did. And he still he got really Justin exploded Jackson. over the past two years. Yeah, yeah, so um, with with Herbert in his sophomore year, so to speak, there in uh, Los Angeles, um, who knows, man? It's so tough. I I, I know Matthew Barry with ESPN. I, maybe I shouldn't be talking about our competition over here. Uh, you know, we're competing. the dude plays with puppets. It's cool. Okay, <laughs> fair. He's on the list. <laughs> he loves Austin Eckler this year. I I don't know. I think I think we might. A lot of people might disagree with where we all have Austin Eckler. But something about he's one of the guys that you hope to get as a dark horse mm-hmm. in later rounds. Later being, you know, third, late second, third. third. Yeah. He, he's not gonna he's fall a great second running back guy. Yeah. If, if, if it fell to your second pick mm-hmm. and the other guys that you were kind of looking at in other positions are gone, throw him yeah. in, solidify your one two as far as running backs go. That's a deal. Mm-hmm. I just if you're picking, like if you're playing in a league where you're drafting online and everyone's right there in front of you, and you know you've got. You know, everyone's just there rather than like if you're doing an offline draft, maybe Austin Eckler slips a little bit more, but I just don't think he'll fall. So I just, I don't realistically see myself having Austin Eckler on any of my teams this year just because I don't want to pick him as high as he's going to be going. And that's kind of where we're getting in our rankings is this is the kind of the part where it's like, how do you judge and value when it's right to pick him? Mm -hmm. And that's always something that's so tough is to know when is the right time and knowing that, okay, if I pass on him now, he's not going to be around He later. just defined a draft. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting into RB2 territory <laughs> right now. That's the, the Danster's Dictionary. My thing about the draft is you have all these players, but, like, where do you pick them? Like, I get one yeah, pick but, in the first round, and then I only get one in the second? Okay, but that's what do I do In our reference of, like, a snake draft, we have, what, we have Eckler at 12? Mm-hmm. So that's the last pick of the first round. If there are no receivers, tight ends, or running backs. You're well, a bunch of idiots. Do you pass mm-hmm. on 10 and hope that he's going to be there when you pick at 14 or whatever it is? Yeah. And That's I, the conundrum that you're in with Austin. And Eckler. you're thinking to yourself, what receivers do I like more? If you're one through seven, you're not taking Eckler. Once, no. I, I really feel like we're just defining a draft right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, we've spent way too much time talking about Austin <laughs> Eckler. No disrespect. Um, no disrespectler to Austin Eckler. But let's move on. What oh, the? Bars. Yeah, I am. Bars. Nah, I'm out nah, on that that's one. That's weird. That's really weird. Uh, number 13, 
This guy went real high in a lot of drafts last year. Not going to do it this year. Clyde Edwards Helaire. Wow. Clyde Edwards Helaire. What? Number 13. That's where we've all got him. Um, what? Matt, you had him at 16, yeah. the lowest. Uh, me uh. and Dan each had him at 13, <laughs> which is uh, crazy. Um, Matt, you're not in love with Clyde Edwards Helaire this year. Why is that? He doesn't get touchdowns. Not last year. Yeah. <laughs> how, many years has he, how many years has he played? And like, couple. Listen, if, he, if we had more than one year to judge on, I'd be more than happy to put it aside, but the guy doesn't get touchdowns. We've improved the offensive line. Maybe. Maybe that mm. means he gets more touchdowns. But they, like, he just wasn't getting touchdowns. Like, I'm, I, he's yeah. not that high to me. You need tie, I need my running back to be getting touchdowns, and he didn't get touchdowns. I think Clyde takes a huge step forward this year. I, I, I think he will. There? He showed signs last year. Of mm-hmm. what could be, you know, so high of potential in terms of Chiefs fans and what they want to see from a running back. Like, you're talking some of the best running back you've seen in the Chiefs uniform if he has that potential and he has the consistency of it. I would love to see them fully commit to him this year. Last year, it seemed like they weren't willing to do that. He was a rookie. I, I, I guess I get it. But they signed Le'Veon Bell halfway through the year. Um, you know, they tiptoed around with Darrell Williams and yeah, um, I, someone else I'm probably forgetting that I should know. I, Darwin Thompson. Darwin Thompson. Eye roll. I just had an eye roll. Uh, and this year they've got Jarek McKinnon, but from the first, uh, I think they just released their second unofficial depth chart as of this recording. And Clyde is the number one running back. Darrell Williams is the number two running back, and Jarek McKinnon is the number three running back. I think they'll use Jarek McKinnon a little more than uh, maybe Clyde Edwards-Hilaire owners would like, fantasy owners. But um, I don't know. I like CEH. If I'm getting him as my RB2, maybe in the third round, early third round, late second round, I'm, I don't mind it because I I'll think – I think he's a good RB2. He's literally the only one I marked as a sleeper on the running backs. I think everything mm-hmm. else is straightforward because to me – a sleeper is someone who I don't expect mm-hmm. to do well based on what they've shown me, but the room is there. He's the number one guy. The offensive line is better. They've gotten rid of some of the other people who were taking away carries. The equation is there. He's set up for success. The question is whether you have faith in him to achieve it. And I, I mean, he's playing in the best offense in the league with the best football player but in the world. That's just as much a detriment as a positive. I mean, if he's not Could getting be. touchdowns, they have another. Five guys they can turn to. Mm -hmm. I think Clyde this year has the potential to be the number three option. I mean, after Kelsey and Tyreek, I mean, I think Clyde needs to be... You're drafting him, expecting him to have double-digit touchdowns on the ground and over... I mean, I'm hoping he can catch a lot of passes this year. Like, that's what... I, I think he will. I think he'll be... That I think he's a three-down back. I would you're drafting him, expecting him to be a three-down back this year, and I think he will outperform his uh, draft position. My real big worry, and Matt kind of mentioned it about getting the touchdowns, is you know we saw so many times last year they would try to give him the ball short distances, and he just couldn't break through. Mm-hmm. You know how much of that was the O-line being kind of pitter-patter and how much of it was Clyde just not being able to power through defensive lines like that. So I want to see him be able to do that, and I think if he does that, he'll be able to outperform the projections that we have. I just, you know, I can't 
I can't talk myself into put him any higher. Yeah, love him as an RB two. That's yeah. where he, that's where I think he fits perfectly. Number fourteen is this one's a surprise. Um, Chris Carson. We got him at fourteen. Mm. Um, is uh, I've got him at seventeen. Guy. Matt, you got him at fifteen. Dan, you got him at eighteen. Uh, we talked on the last episode when we when Russell Wilson came up about how I mean I I think that. Seattle is going to commit more to the run this year. Chris Carson, though, guy's always injured. I mean, it seems like week four, five comes around. I mean, he's just got a Q next to his name the entire season. Like, he's always questionable, it seems like, and their O-line is never great. So I don't feel good about Chris Carson. If I can get Chris Carson in, like, the fifth round, I'm fine with that. If he's my flex or my RB3. I had him down at 15 and pretty much everyone I had after that had significant questions, and I you know, would like to avoid for one reason or another. Mm-hmm. I, I think that you know there's a crowded depth chart. It's got the injury issues. There's all the questions around the offense and the offensive line. It's definitely not an ideal situation. I just think he's a pick that just kind of exists there. He's yeah. a, he can be a talented guy. He's right there. If you're desperate for an RB two, he's, he's he can fill that thing. There's a potential yeah. for him to be a solid RB two. He's not an RB one. He's not anywhere close to an RB one. I don't think Agreed. he is either. He, yeah, he gets a lot of yards, but again, the injuries have been very, very concerning. And as an Oklahoma State guy, he's the most random Oklahoma State running back I've seen have a good professional career. He was an Oklahoma State grad. <laughs> I did not yeah. know that. I didn't wow. know he that. Is, I have seen so many better running backs at Oklahoma State not do anything, but Chris Carson has been able to have a great career and. He keeps the legs churning. He gets the yards, but mm-hmm. I, I don't have that much faith in the, the health to be able to put him up higher. Last year, his uh, he missed um, one, two, three, four. He missed four games last year, and his most touches, uh, his most uh, carries, I should say, he had was 17 in a game, and he had four games with single-digit carries. One of those was a five-carry game. I guess that would have been the game he was injured in, uh, which was week seven. But he also which I forget who who was he was splitting carries with somebody up there. Uh, Rashad Penny, perhaps. Yeah, um, I think it was Rashad Penny. Rashad might Penny have been a three team backfield, but it I, I might have been. Like I, I can't quite. Maybe DJ Dallas, I think, was the other guy towards the end of the season. But um, wow, it, that it sounds like, like a DJ name. I know, right? <laughs> DJ, DJ, DJ Dallas. Dallas. DJ Dallas. <laughs> Lone Star. Ooh, yeah, baby. Yeah, uh, Chris Carson comes in at number 14 for us. We're all kind of lukewarm on him. If you really need a running back in, like, the fifth round, he's he's there. This Take is him. where I think guys are really kind of becoming more interchangeable, and mm-hmm. you just kind of have to see what's there and see what, what you like. Preference yeah. at this point. All right, let's, uh, let's get to number 15. It's Josh Jacobs for the Las Vegas Raiders. Guys, it's disappointing. I mean, I, I we've got two Chiefs fans sitting here at the table, so we probably shouldn't like Josh Jacobs, you know, just by proxy there, just because Raiders Chiefs, not a, you know, they don't jive really. But I actually like Josh Jacobs, and I, I wish – I I don't think he should be ranked this low. Um, I mean, based on what he's what done. He his rookie year. Yes, he that's what I mean. After what he did last year, he mm-hmm. probably shouldn't be this high. The year, yeah. So it's kind of trying to find middle ground. It is. I had him at 18. Dan, you had him at 15. Matt, you had him at 20. Yeah. Um, I mean, they just signed Kenyon Drake this year or this offseason. So, uh, and Kenyon Drake is putting up numbers the last couple years. In um, I still hate that dude from two years ago. 
when, when, when oh. I had my, the boy Johnson down in Arizona. Oh, yeah. I had a game oh, on yeah. the line to make the playoffs, and the Cardinals yeah. said Johnson was starting. They put him in for one play and then put in Kenyon Drake after that, that is, for the rest of the game, and I lost because of it. That is disgusting. I, I will never forgive the Cardinals for that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Josh Jacobs, I mean, I, their O-line, I, I don't know if you guys remember this. Very young. It, it's young, and they got rid of all their experience this past offseason. And uh, it's they have a big question mark on their O-line, I mean, all across the board, really. I'm not a fan of Derek Carr. Um, they don't really have any. They they have a backup though that's been getting some attention, don't they? Who's? Oh, they have Mariota, I believe. Yes, is it Marcus? Yeah, that's is he still there? Mariota. I think he's still there. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. Uh, it's just you never know what Gruden's gonna do. Um, Ain't that it, the truth? And it just it sucks, man. It sucks that that Kenyon Drake is is there because I I really do feel like Josh Jacobs, if he was bell cow status, I mean, he could. I think he could flirt with. Low end RB one numbers. He was drafted as one last year. Um, I mean, you drafted Josh Jacobs maybe early second round last year. This year, you're gonna you you're know try you to can get him in fourth. Yeah, that'd be early. I think fifth, maybe sixth, depending on how things go in your draft. If it just goes haywire, but I mean, yeah, Josh Jacobs. He, uh, I think at this point, the upside for all the guys that we're naming, well. We're, we're gonna we're gonna have words here in a few minutes over a couple of these guys. Yeah, I've got some um, curious situations yeah, it's happening on there. my list. It's yeah. getting there. Uh, Josh Jacobs, I, I think I'd be happy with him in the fifth round, sixth round as my flex or my RB three. At that point, you're grasping for straws for a wide receiver two. But or he something, he so. does have RB two upside. I agree. Yeah, from from the jump, I think he's a nice um, low end RB two uh, flex. Um, our next running back at number 16 is Miles Sanders for the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't really know about him, guys. Because uh, we're big Boston Scott guys. That's yeah. right. Boston Scott. That's <laughs> is our that dude. Boston Scott is? Man, we gotta, <laughs> we've got to get him on, a, on an episode here at this point. Uh, this episode brought to you by Boston Scott. Um, no, not, uh, we've got Miles Sanders here. Matt, you and I had him at 19. Dan, you had him at 17. We're all kind of in the ballpark there. I just don't know what to expect from Philadelphia. It seems like Miles Sanders should be a guy who is far and away their number one running uh, yeah, back. He's, but he's it's their hard starter, but there's, there's competition for touches. There's health questions, as you see with a lot of these running backs. Plus, their defense, oh, well, they're just not a good team, really. So, will they have to abandon the run early in a lot of these games possible so um it's tough for miles sanders i just don't know what to expect he had 867 yards last year on 164 attempts six touchdowns um he early in the year i mean he's sporadic for targets he's gonna get like three to five targets and every now and then he'll have you know six seven or eight so stupid what i just said um, <laughs> they'll have note, between three and eight targets a game. Of so. note, though, those the six touchdowns he scored, three of them were with the three games Jalen Hurts started. That's oh. true. Fourteen so, week fourteen. And remember 16. when you guys dissed Jalen Hurts in our quarterback rankings? I did. I had Jalen yes. Hurts. Yeah, I don't know. We were fair. Fourteen. We were nice to Jalen Hurts. He's not my starter, but I'm having him as a backup. It's just I think a lot of the worries with Miles Sanders lie in. The, the worries with Philadelphia. Yeah, overall. And, I mean, their their own line should be improved this year. I believe uh, Lane Johnson is back. Um, I mean, I think they're going to have a decent O-line again. 
I think a lot of Philadelphia Eagles fans would say that they expect that every year when you got like 38 year old. I think a Jason lot of Eagles Peters. fans would say a lot of different He's things. He's not there anymore. <laughs> Doesn't mean we, we listen to Yeah, him. that's a good point. Doesn't they're mean they're off, they're off Yeah, if you're an Eagles fan, I, um, you're getting the side eye from me. Um, Anyway, so yeah, that Miles Sanders, guys, if he's your, I mean, I, he is a lot like Josh Jacobs to me. So I don't know. You're happy with him in the fifth, sixth, seventh round, maybe. Okay, here's where we start getting into it. These next two guys, I'm alarmed uh, by what I've seen um, with these rankings. Number 17 is Joe Mixon. I've been wondering how, how far this guy's going to come down. Been in a free fall. I had him 16th, and I thought I was low on him. I thought I was going to get ripped apart. I just don't trust Joe Mixon. He's always injured. I guess anyone could get injured. Matt, you had him at 10. You're by far the highest. Dan, you didn't even have him ranked in your top 20. What's up with that? Is that a process so, thing? So here, because if it is, I admire it. Here's my original list. I have him at 16. <laughs> marked him out. Okay. What's the, what, are you, what are you not like? I cannot Mixon? bank on Joe Mixon whenever I need him to score points. Oh, so mm-hmm. this isn't a this isn't a protest thing? No, it's not a protest thing. Because I was going to say, I would preface my number 10 spot Although, with, I would not draft him the same reason I would not draft Kareem Hunt. Yes, yeah. I would not draft Joe Mixon just based, well, partially based off that, based off of, you know, OU and... The OSU alum yeah. here is... So, uh, but also, yeah. like, it just, he's, his, he's a good running back at times, but he's just way too inconsistent for me to... To yeah. even play him over guys like Miles Sanders and Josh Jacobs that we just talked about. Mm-hmm. I cannot push myself, especially when we know that if Burrow is going to be healthy, it's going to go through him and the wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Granted, he'll get Mixon will get the checkdowns for sure. That's they don't have another but with Giovanni Bernard gone, yes. that's why I have him so high. With Bernard gone, his carries are going to go up, his pass targets are going to go up. The offensive line's the biggest question to me. It is improved, though, a little it, bit. It's a, it's a little bit better. Joe Burrow, I imagine they'll probably be a bit safer with his play calling, which I would think, once again, leads to more carries. It's a numbers thing to me why he's that high. Once again, I'm not going to draft him, no matter where he falls to me. But numbers-wise, he's the 10th best. Yeah. Um, with Joe Mixon, I worry that it's similar with Miles Sanders. I think they may have to abandon the run early and often in some of these games. But I think if there is a case to be made for Joe Mixon, more than any of the guys that we have mentioned in the last four or five spots, I think he has the potential to be bell cow status. Getting a lot of... You've used that metaphor a lot. What's up with that? Am I farmer? Is Farmers only? Like, I kind of thought Republic was at least close enough to Springfield that... Shout out Republic, Missouri. (laughs) That, you know... I mean, you guys are the Tigers, not not the bovine. Yeah. Ooh. Ah, boy. We're getting off the rails here. (laughs) This is the uh, Fantasy Football Express, so I made another train pun. Um, uh, Yeah, Joe Mixon, guys. I mean, he could get the lion's share of carries. There we go. Switching up a little bit for you. I'm I'm all about the animals. I would much rather have Joe Mixon be the guy that hurts me because he's on some other team that I face once a year, twice a year maybe, Mm. than Mm. hurts me for playing every other week. Every week. I think that is sound reasoning there. Yeah. I've been stung by Joe Mixon, having him on my team in some leagues, and I just, I, it's like getting back with your ex that cheated on you. I just don't want to do it again. I don't mm. want to do it again. This is not from no experience, comment. so, sorry. Uh, next on our list. Next is. on our list. Yeah, wow. Yeah, let's get on to the next one here. Uh, number 18 
and I am just shaking my head at why this man is ranked so low. David Montgomery. Yeah, what's happening here? Matt, you had him at 14. Yep. I had him at 14. Dan, you didn't have him ranked. Did we just forget on David here? Montgomery exists? He's, I mean, I understand that the Bears are the Bears, no, but like, come on. He's there at 24. 24? 24. 24. not even an honorable you. mention right on the outside edge? Nope. Dan, um, why don't you like David Montgomery, man? And you know, I... Is it I, the name is too basic? I don't have any good reasoning for why he's so low. I like David Montgomery. Did you just forget? Nope. He's right there at 24. Mm. Ranked below. Below uh, DeAndre Swift. We'll get to Below JK. Ramondre Stevenson. Okay, keep that in mind. Of Patriots legend. (laughs) Keep that in mind. Okay. No, those are like, those are are sleepers. So I wanted to put those. Sleepers? They're in a coma, Dan. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I don't love the fact that I didn't have David Montgomery. And I went back and forth. I was like, okay, I should slide that up. I have no good reason for not having David Montgomery in my top. Oh, well, hey. There's, I, there's, that's it. I got nothing for you. David Montgomery. Why do you have him so high? I like I mean, David Terry Cohen's gone. Yeah, he's he's injured. They do have Damian Williams there this year. Um, he's coming off of an opt-out season. Last we saw him, he was Again, scoring David touchdowns Montgomery's the Chiefs. Big 12 guy, like, mm. love my Big 12 running backs. And he was for Iowa State when they weren't even that good. Like, Here's my thing it. with David Montgomery. He's going to get a lot of carries. There's no question who there, – there's no timeshare there. Um, I'm really, really fighting the urge to say uh, – Bell cow? Yeah. Um, he no. had a game <laughs> – he didn't have a single game last year where he had single-digit carries, which was something he definitely had to overcome in his first season, which I think a lot of people, when he was a rookie, expected him to do big things right from the jump, and he didn't. Um, they do have a good defense in Chicago that I think will keep them in a lot of games and give them the chance to keep running the ball. He had a game last year with 32 carries. I mean, at the end of the season, I mean, he was on a lot of good. This guy's uh, like a perfect RB2 to me. If you can get a more talented guy at your one and then mm-hmm. a guy at your two who's just going to be a workhorse. Zelko? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It reminds <sighs> me of like, yeah, a metallic box hanging off the neck of a bovine creature. <laughs> <laughs> he's just the perfect RB too. Yeah, he is. He, he's gonna get. Um, I mean, he had some games. Less, his passing usage, I, I feel like, is there. Um, it's fine. He's it's fine. he had double digit receiving yards in every game but one. He only had two receiving touchdowns, but um, I mean, he had a game with nine targets with eight. Um, I mean, he he's gonna get a few dump offs, and I think, guys, this is weird to say. But he okay, so he's got Andy Dalton at least probably to start the year. I think between Andy Dalton and Justin Fields, um, I mean this is well. I guess this should be. I should reserve this for the Allen Robinson conversation. Mm. Um, but anyway, I, I mean I think this Chicago offense is going to be in a better position than they have been in quite a while. So I think hard to be in a worse position. Yeah, it really. Yeah, it's been rough, and I think their line should be improved. Hopefully. So, um, David Montgomery, I think, is a solid RB, two. If you're getting him um, in the fourth round for me, fifth round, I love it. So, let's move on here. Um, you got watch him scoop David Montgomery in, like, the second round. In our- <laughs> right, will, you, you said you didn't like that your guy. apartment and burn it down if you oh, do that. Well, we've got this on audio. Great. The lease. Uh, <laughs> it's premeditated. Give me another 10 to 15. <laughs> <laughs> we've got the proof. Um, okay, number 19 here. Um, let's just let's just put these guys together here. Nineteen and twenty, 
J.K. Dobbins at 19. Okay, we'll, do, we'll, we'll just start with J.K. Dobbins because it's hard to you know combine those guys. Two different situations. J.K. Dobbins really caught fire at the end of last season. Um, he was, I mean, his yards weren't really there, but he was getting touchdowns. And the one thing I would love to see more from J.K. Dobbins, he will outperform this draft position or this rank if he can get some receptions. Pretty pretty obvious to say that. But he, he had a nice end to last year, and they are without a doubt a rush-first offense. I believe they lead the league in carries like every – it seems like yeah. every year or every other year. I mean, part of that is Lamar. Lamar. Yeah. I think J.K. Dobbins is uh, – he doesn't have any competition for carries, really. Gus Edwards is – he exists, but no Mark Ingram this year. The job seems to be J.K.'s to lose. Um, My only worry is he's on the offensive line that they lost, mm-hmm. a la Orlando Brown. They did replace him with on uh, – what is it? Villanueva? Um, Andre from, Villanueva or something. From Pittsburgh Spanish. Jesse? Oh, sure. You know, like um, my, my co-anchor in the morning is uh, trilingual, so I've picked up a few things. What, I guess Portuguese, Spanish, English? Yep. Nailed yep. it. Yep. Man, I'm good. Jennifer Abreu, she's in our league this year. Can't wait. Um, it's going to be fun when she beats me week six. and then Yeah, a lot of smack I'm, talk coming to the morning show on that one, huh? Oh, TJ's lots. in the league, too. TJ's right? in the league as well. David Trazanov also He's in the league, Baltimore. So. We should bring in TJ to talk Ravens right now. My goal is to have everybody on the podcast at least once in the league. So You're getting us out of the way um, early. Well, well, he doesn't want to talk to us after we smoke him by 200 points in a week. Facts. He wants to talk to us now Big while we're just smarter. Guys, this is uh, this is my show. I'm just kidding. It's not. It's our show. <laughs> J.K. Dobbins. Um, there he is, guys. He's at number 19. I, I think you're. I think he's a, a guy that could really have – I really do think J.K. Dobbins could have top 10 upside if, um, if he gets lots of carries. <laughs> Uh, pretty obvious there. My real dynamite insight, Jess. Um, J.K. Dobbins, I like him late. If you get him late, whew, you're feeling good. If he's your flex or RB2, you might get some uh, grief for it at your draft, but I think he's going to be great. Number 20, DeAndre Swift. Really? Oh, this is because of me. Dan, We're not putting Daryl Henderson up there at 20? Ew. Cam Akers is out. Ew. He, a no. solid RB1 who's going to get a bunch of carries Stop. is not in the top 20? Stop it. Wow. Stafford well, 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 let's let's talk about it. Daryl Henderson in a second. DeAndre Swift, though. Matt, you didn't have him ranked in nope. your top 20. I mean, it's not at this point, it's really not that crazy to not have someone ranked in your top 20 unless it's uh, David Montgomery and Joe Mixon. But um, I, I had DeAndre Swift at number 20. Dan, you had DeAndre Swift at 14, so you're, you're pretty high on him. Lindblad, you are forever overrating Georgia running backs, aren't you? Is <laughs> big, this... big Georgia running back guy. Big Georgia mm. back First guy. Nick Chubb, mm-hmm. now this. Big Georgia mm. back guy. No, like, I mean, we've already mentioned a couple times, what else does Detroit have? A bad Jared defense. Goff's not going to throw the ball down the field. Yeah, they don't really have, I mean, DeAndre they don't have Swift, receivers. He got, he was like, I think tied for he was top twenty in touchdowns last year, rushing touchdowns quietly. He did. He had eight. You ever think maybe just a bad team is just bad though? Like everyone wants to flip it in fantasy. Like they're so bad, he must get carries. Yeah, carries that go where they got to give it to somebody. Yeah, but that somebody doesn't have to go somewhere with it. He's going to. I would have more faith. I would probably looking back at my rankings, probably have Montgomery above him, but I wouldn't put. I wouldn't put Swift below Miles Sanders, Chris Carson, J.K. Dobbins. I mean, I mean yeah, I'm, st- I'm still fair. keeping him. If if he's around 
and I, I'm not in love with who I got in the first round or my first running back, I'm taking him in the third round. I mean, first ballot running back mm-hmm. name injury. DeAndre Swift, great Sweet name. name for sure. Great name. Oh, that. That's the only insight I have for DeAndre Swift. Big, great name. And I'm a big Taylor Swift guy, so I'm just oh, okay. playing You're with just the digging this, this grave deeper, huh? <laughs> I, big, I think, big Swift guy. I, I think um, I think DeAndre Swift, it, it, they did improve their O-line. They drafted Panay Sewell in the first round, who's a big mauler at um, you know a tackle for them. So I just... It's kind of a theme here. I just worry that Detroit's defense is going to be so bad that they're going to have to abandon the run. And, um, I mean, I don't know. DeAndre Swift is good, man. He really is. And he, at the end of last year, I mean, he he came along in the touchdown department for sure. He had four touchdowns in his last four games. Um, Two in one game, zero in another. But, I mean, his highest, the, the most carries he had was 16 last year. Um but again, f- that's with Stafford at quarterback, mm-hmm. and Stafford's naturally going to throw the ball a lot more than mm-hmm. Jared Goff is. I, I mean, I just think their team is a lot worse this year. But I, they do have a new head coach. Um, that was great. That was great for him last time. Bite huh? kneecaps. Yeah, and stuff. kneecap I don't know about bite. That. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's he's a he seems like a Smash Mouth type. I, I love that band, honestly, but. It seems like they're the type of team that wants to establish the run as their identity, where in years past with the Lions, it seems like they are throw, 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 run, throw, 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 throw. So I, I, I think mean, they're maybe seeing a lot of shapes of L's on foreheads this season. Oh, baby, not the sharpest tool in the shed. No doubt about that. DeAndre Swift, though, could be. Who knows? Walking yeah, on the sun. Well, Dan wants to wear Swift like an old cardigan that's his favorite. Hmm. Is that a Taylor Swift? It is a Taylor Swift. Oh, it's okay. called Cardigan. I should have known. I should have known. Uh, okay, guys. So that's our top twenty. Matt, I know you have um, uh, some some gripes about not seeing Daryl Henderson on here. Yeah, I, I had him ranked twenty-two. That's just this is just simple 26. math to me. For an, I mean, once you get into a league and a starting running back gets injured and someone's going to be getting a lot of carries, people add him like a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Why is it any different? We're in a draft. Daryl Henderson's going to get a lot of carries. Cam Akers is out for the season. You had him at eighteen. Yeah. Um, I had him at, like I said, 22. Dan didn't have him ranked. 26. Fair. 26, okay. I Next mean, I think Daryl I think Daryl Henderson could be good. I, I think he will be nice this year. I worry that maybe they'll add somebody else. Um, and then add that person when they do it. I mean, we're I, talking about right here in the moment of the draft. <laughs> that guy is in the top 20, for sure. You draft one running back early, then you can go, you can focus on your wide receiver, you can get a tight end, and then you get Daryl Henderson late. It's a great late RB2. I think once Daryl Henderson, Daryl Henderson for me is the last running back until it really falls off. And I, I know we did have another omission here, maybe it was Miles Gaskin. Uh, Matt, you had him at 17. Yeah, Danny I mean, had him at 19. 20. He looks like the starter. Yeah, he's, 20, yeah. You know, decent number two running back. Mm-hmm. Same, I mean, same kind it, of situation. For me, I mean, I didn't have Miles Gaskin ranked, even though he did have a nice year last year. Um, I mean, I don't think he's bad. If, if you're getting these guys, if you, f- they're they're like the last. That's the cutoff for my RB two, and you're in a rough situation because your RB three is going to be terrible at that point. I like to go into a draft having three solid running backs, but um, yeah, I mean, those guys, you could. Yeah, sure. I, so I'll me, take them as my RB3. I'm going to ask you like this. Yeah. Because my 21 and 22 kind of like handcuff types. Mm-hmm. 
the Jaguar situation. Mm. James Robinson was, I think he finished He was third a top 10. He, he was very good last year. Last year? If you can get them both on your bench, I think it's good. You can see which, if one of them gets the job, pans it out, and then you've got a great flex option mm. or something like that. I just Do think you you're going to have risk to pick, picking one. So I was going to say. I think you're going to spend an early, too early of a pick. You're not going to have to pick them too high, but there's, there's a lot of receivers in that region that I would want over... Maybe if one of them gets split. taken, the other one falls, and you can kind of just roll the dice on them deep on the bench. If it doesn't pan out, you drop them at something Who do you else. want more? Then it's those kind of between I them. I don't know between who them. I'd want more because they drafted ETN for a reason. Uh, I want ETN. Yeah. The fact that they went out and got him to pair mm-hmm. with Trevor Lawrence tells me that that was something Trevor must have said, mm-hmm. I want this in my system. Mm-hmm. To me, that's enough of a difference. I think I agree. I think I'd rather have ETN. Yeah. Um, uh, one more thing for me. I do want to say... A sleeper for me, Mike Davis. Um, Carolina Mike Davis? No, no, Atlanta Falcons. Oh, Atlanta. Uh, Falcons. Panthers legend Mike Davis. Uh, I think, I mean, he's the only guy there. He was not exactly the most efficient guy in Carolina last year, but, I mean, that's because he got so many touches that, I mean, that's the way efficiency works. Of all the Falcons I would have bet you'd talk about today, Matt Ryan and Mike Davis – we're definitely not high up, especially considering I entered this episode thinking Mike Davis was still on the Panthers roster. Yeah, I think <laughs> they just don't have anyone else in Atlanta. Um, and I think Kanye West. What do you true, mean they don't have true. anyone else? They got my Jesus deepest, up top in the Mercedes Benz. My deepest apologies. As far as in their running back room, there is nobody else. I think Mike Davis um, is going to get a lot of work there, and uh, I think I mean he's shown he can catch passes he filled in nicely for McCaffrey last year I mean I don't think there's any denying that but um well yeah. you know speaking of running backs we're recording this on like Tuesday you know cuts are being made mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the uh according to the Twitter the Eagles dropped carry on Johnson running back oh, which means okay. more carries for Jalen Hurts Miles Davis Boston Scott oh yes our um yeah my Boston Scott should probably be our number one running back here. No <laughs> doubt about it. Um, guys, that's that's going to do it. Um, I, I have questions about Melvin Gordon and this Javante Williams guy in Denver. I'll take Melvin Gordon to start the year. Javante Williams uh, it, later on in the year. Also, Raheem Mostert. I'll take him to start the year and Trey Sermon to finish the year. So pick up Trey You're going to have to draft Trey Sermon, but... Try to draft those True. guys together, I think. Um, that's just a couple quick hitters. Like a pastor, you're going to have to draft that sermon. Love that. <laughs> guys, Matt, that is a heck of a way to finish this episode. With Oh, uh, no, we're not going to finish it with that, Jesse. <laughs> I, need a, I need a train sound. Oh, man. Um, I mean, that was the same one from before. Just I think extended. it was. It was louder and you got longer. Extended cut on this one. It was one. like the first one, but with an extra can of Heinz baked beans. <laughs> I'm gonna keep working on the train sound. In the meantime, uh, running through these top twenty one more time. Number one, Christian McCaffrey. Number two, Dalvin Cook. Derrick Henry at three. Alvin Kamara at four. Zeke Elliott at five. Saquon Barkley at six. My bad. Jonathan Taylor at seven. What's, Aaron Jones at eight. What's so hard about saying choo choo into a mic? I don't understand. Oh. Why that's... Well, I, I was just trying to uh, be a little bit more On a realistic. Yeah, that, yeah, there we go. Wow. That was insane. Number eight, Aaron Jones. Number nine, Nick Chubb. Number 10, Antonio Gibson. 
11, Najee Harris. 12, Austin Eckler. 13, Clyde Edwards. Elair. Number 14, Chris Carson. 15, Josh Jacobs. Number 16, Miles Sanders. Much to my chagrin. Number 17, Joe Mixon. Number 18, much, much to my chagrin. David Montgomery. Dan. Um, number 19, J.K. Dobbins. Number 20, DeAndre Swift. So that's it, guys. That's our running backs. Um, we are, uh, yeah, we're, you know, here on the Fantasy Football Express. We're full steam ahead going to our um, our fantasy drafts here. So that's going to do it for running backs. Um, in our next episode, we're going to talk about wide receivers. We're going to give you our top 20 wide receivers there. Um, so, yeah, guys, uh, once again, thanks for thanks for joining me here on the Fantasy Football Express. For Dan Lindblad and Matt Marine, I'm Jesse Inman. Uh, We'll see you at the next stop. Thanks for listening.
you get him late, whew, you're feeling good if he's your